Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today as usual, but first, happy October. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a we made it moment, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean because of COVID? Yeah. We made it moment? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I think a lot of our brains are still stuck in March. Yeah. And and earlier, depending on where you were in the world when it hit. Right. Um, Okay, so show notes. We have our Evening with Medium events, hopefully coming up on December 4th, 2020 at the Hampton Mm -hmm. Inn. It's a two-hour channeling event with Karen and I to the public. Tickets are on sale at the website, bysarlo.com. Eventbrite is the party or third party Mm -hmm. that does the selling of the tickets. They have promised no risk to you if we need to cancel the event. They will fully refund every processing fee involved in the sales of the tickets. Uh, So if you want to reserve your seat, go right ahead and do that today. We have a second podcast show because we love you guys so much. This shorter show, the Sips of Sanity series, are five, 10 to 15 minute shows. Kelly and I pick a topic. These shows run Monday to Friday, the first week of every month, and we pick topics on emotional or spiritual intelligence, and we give you a toolkit. Those shows are available at the website by sarlo.com. The first one is... Oh, right. The first in the series of five is the remaining four. Jeez, I fell asleep. Sorry, guys. The very first is available at the website by sarlo.com, and it's free. The remaining four are available at patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. Yeah, so if you are interested in that, you can head over to that website, patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. Um, that ep- or those series, that series should be running uh, next week, so you can catch that before it airs. Um, and Karen and I have put together a ton of different uh, benefits or um, tools, I mm-hmm. should say, that's the better word, um, in Patreon at different levels so that you guys can access more emotional and intuitive intelligence. So you can check that out. We also have our personal sessions still available via distance for everyone anywhere in the world via Skype, FaceTime, telephone, Zoom, WhatsApp, and Theralink. Um, so if you do want to book that, you can head to the website, contact us, and submit a request for session. We also do gift certificates. Those are available by contacting Kelly and I through the website if you choose to, or by calling us directly or emailing us directly. Sessions are available everywhere in the world. You can get a gift certificate for anybody, anywhere in the world. Um, And we will um, keep a record of it so that whenever they call for their session, they can get in. Yes. For anyone watching today, we have a stitched up dog beneath our Mm. feet. So if we look distracted, we're making sure he's not scratching those stitches. Yeah. Yeah. And you can hear him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. Um, He's coming out of being stoned right now. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're all on edge. Um, But you have a really great podcast ready for today. So take it away. Okay, so this is a client story, and this was done by telephone. Um, gentleman called in, and um, I'm going to name them today. Ugh. It's fine. You- it's a bingo square. Go ahead. <laughs> Kelly does not get to name the guest or the, uh, the client. Um, his name is Eldad. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. And he he made the phone call to say. Um, he's listening to the podcast shows. He understands what we do, which is fantastic. Um, after we got through consent, he says to me, I have a question and I really would like for you to go open 
I want the sole contract between my mom and I. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Did you name him or did he give permission to use his actual name? He gave permission. That's okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really great. We made up his mother's name. Cool. <laughs> I love that. He made up his mother's okay. name. Just, and I don't, I don't know why, if it's culturally, it's a common name. I haven't got a clue. Very cool. Um, that is his name. And his, he decided to name his mom, I think it's called Nava, N-A-V-A. And I could be totally mispronouncing that because when I wrote these notes and wrote that down, oh my goodness, it would be over a week now. And I've seen so many clients, I can't remember how to pronounce her name or his. Okay. Well, if anyone in that culture understands how yeah. to pronounce what you've just spelled, correct yes. us. Yes. Okay. So he wants the sole contract between his him and his mom, and he doesn't give me any clues about it whatsoever. He just says, I'm open to hearing anything the guides want to share with me about it today. And I'm recording my call, and I said, uh, that's totally fine. So I did some doodling, and he did some doodling on his end as well during the session. And The very first thing, when I just paused and said to the guides, what do you want to share about Nava? And the guide said, well, she's very controlling. I asked him that and he said, yep. And he just kind of, he was calm about it. He was not condescending. He was not rude. He did not roll his eyes out of frustration. It was just very, very simply, that's a truth, which I thought was really interesting that it was, wait a minute, this wasn't telephone? Mm-mm. I could see him. Okay. I wrote down telephone on here, and that's incorrect. So this would have been by FaceTime, Skype, Theralink, or Zoom, or WhatsApp. So he had a really, um, I think, a really beautiful, neutral response. And then the guide said to me, um, or we're going to itemize things. So that's exactly what I did. And these are the notes he gave me permission to use from the session. So these are his session notes. And the very first thing the guide said to me is, um, she sends money um, within an, in an attempt to help him financially. And there are always strings attached. She doesn't say so at the time. It's always just done generously with no strings at the moment. But he knows there are invisible strings that will be pulled at a later date. And that what she's trying to do is to make her irreplaceable in his life. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly how this was worded. Irreplaceable in his life. So that as he has partners, um, which at this particular time he has a partner... His mom wants to make sure that she keeps herself solidly in there because he's got a partner. Nasty. (laughs) Isn't it? And this is one of the ways that she can do it where she thinks it's not obvious. She thinks, well, if I send him money to pay for his car payment, help him with a mortgage payment, um, clear off some debt or something, or, or he wants to go on a vacation and I write down for your vacation, then it's seen as I'm being helpful, I'm not being controlling. And she hopes that that gaslights him and that that gaslights his partner, that his partner is just so grateful. And that's, that's another one here, number two, that she tries to do things that, looked, that look kind but always have another agenda. 
So if you're going on a vacation, then while you're on vacation, I'll, um, I'll call the hotel and pay your bill for that night. And surprise! And so it should be so shocking and so surprising and so fun that it should be exciting to remember and memorable. So that, because I got to bring these things up later, remember? I got to hold this over you. Remember how excited you were that you got this? Or that I surprised you and I got you a bottle of wine? Remember that? Remember how nice that was? So that then later she can complain or control or do whatever it is that she wants to do. Criticize, put down. I I mean, she... Just just name the forms of verbal abuse. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's got their bingo dabber hovering over there. Bingo Patricia card. Evans. Why won't she just say Patricia Evans? <laughs> Damn Karen. <laughs> um, and that that she's there's this kind of so that he can't say no. And so that she pulls out these lines like, after all I've done for you. Ooh, dirty money. Yeah. That's a good term. That's a good title. That is a good title. We'll see where this goes. Okay. So that's that's a really good way of wording it. She gives him dirty money or she gives him money with all of these strings attached. Mm-hmm. And so his partner is seeing all of that clearly mm-hmm. um, and bringing it up and showing it to him. And at first, he really, he didn't see that. And it's happened so long now so that as soon as... As soon as um, he and his partner discuss, oh, let's let's invest in you know some stocks or something, then watch your mom's going to ask you what's going on in your life. Why don't you drop that? Why don't you tell her you're investing in stocks? Let's see if she tries to fish which stocks so she can buy you some. Let's bait her and just see. So his partner's totally caught on, and with reluctance he has participated in baiting his mom. Because he wants to know the truth. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to do it out of meanness or not appreciating something. But he's come to understand that this whole idea that you need to be appreciative is a cover for you need to be obey. You need to obey me. You need to let me do these things so that I have control over you, including over your partner and over your relationship, mm-hmm. over your career and over your decisions. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm taking a moment of, for gratitude <laughs> that I have never had parents or in-laws who have done this. Yeah. And she instigated and maintained unhealthy beliefs. And he goes, oh, he goes, I, I think you, you'd be spot on. And I think my partner would be all over that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, I think my partner would love to hear this because it's what that person has been trying to say to me. All along is that it then interferes in how we communicate to decide, are we going to get stocks? Are we going to go on a vacation? I don't even want to go on a vacation because then your mother's going to buy us something or interfere in it. So it ends up becoming controlling even in the fact that they try to avoid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So insidiously, it seeps into their conversations and their decisions and their beliefs about everything, which is exactly what she wanted. She wanted him to have to second guess, do I really want to go on a vacation? Do I really want this? Should I ask my mom? Should I tell? What, how should I do it? Nava wants Eldad to come to her as a confidant for everything instead of going to his partner. 
or going to a friend or a therapist? Do you remember when we watched Parks and Rec and we met Ron's first wife, Tammy? <laughs> Tammy, one. This is what it reminds me of. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so good. So gross. Um, so then number... Wait, I, sorry. Oh, I, yeah, I want to follow ahead. that up because if Aldad has given his permission to use his real name, yeah. keeping confidentiality, obviously, um, based on changing his mom's name and whatnot, I do want to say thank you. Because, yes, we're pointing out some really good points, hopefully, that other people are drawing their parallels mm-hmm. from and can learn from this. That's what I want to be able to say thank you for. Yeah. Because that's really ballsy um, and brave for him to give you the permission to share that story. Because I think there are millions of people in this position oh, yeah. in relationships with controlling parents yeah. um, where partners are fighting to reveal the truth to their partners yeah. so that they can save their relationship because yes. love really does exist there. Yes. Um, and it's, you know, it's a battle of, are you going to choose your parent or me? Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it never should be. If we're healthy parents, we want to see you as individuals. We don't want to see you as extensions of ourselves or our marriages or anything about us. We want to see you with your partners creating your partnerships in your lives. Mm -hmm. And that if we are fortunate and healthy, we're included in pieces of it. But that if you have, if you want another dog, that's up to you and Parker to. (laughs) Yes. You and Parker and Eric to decide. Eric would be fine with that. I know he would be. He'd laugh at that one. (laughs) My mother in law knows me well. Um, that it's up to your family is what yeah. I was going to say. And that is your family, you, Parker, and Eric. Mm-hmm. And that that's your decision. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me. And, and I get to benefit if you decide to do something like that. Or if I didn't want you to have a dog, that's not my business. Mm-hmm. That's still your decision as to how you guys go about managing everything. Okay, so then the next thing on the sheet is that she used religious beliefs against her children. So it comes out in this little piece here, which was really the meat and potatoes of his session. Um, and I thought we had the meat and potatoes in all, in all honesty before we got to that. But it came out from the spirit guides that she's very religious and that she's so frustrated in her lack of ability to have her own thoughts her own decisions, her own choices, her own actions, her own life because of all of her because of the way that she chooses to incorporate her religion in her life. I hope I've worded that well, that she feels um, angry. Mm-hmm. She feels that she that she has less freedom than she'd like. And in her frustration and anger, she tries to put her control over her children, not just him. There are other kids here in this family. They're all adults. All of her children are adults. They all have partners. She's got grandchildren. It's just, she's so frustrated about religion. And this was a big piece that he needed to hear. Because the, the whole question was, why? I thought my mom loved us. I thought she loved her, her her kids and her family. She makes her life about her kids and her family and her career. Parker <laughs> farted. 
Oh, is that on a bingo card? Oh my god. <laughs> He's also had a little bit of anal seepage post surgery, so this is like oh, too much information. <laughs> But okay, all cat and dog owners are gonna just empathize. <laughs> empathize with Parker and you. And you, you smelled it. Yeah, but You've you're been gonna clean care. it. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I cleaned your butt. <laughs> you were little. <laughs> this is your baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and oh. her belief, one of her core beliefs is to honor thy mother over thy partner. So when each of her children get married and say, I will honor, or however we want to word it, I don't want to say obey. I don't mean, I don't mean that the her children are willing to say, I will obey a partner, Um I will work with my partner or however they're working out their vows. But the way she interprets it as you will obey your mom even when you're married until I'm dead. And if I say something and your partners disagree, your husband, your wife, your whatever, it doesn't matter, whatever it is, um, live in, whatever, it she just means that if I say something, I reign superior over the person that you are choosing to spend your life with. So she wants to interrupt thoughts. She wants to interrupt patterns and insert what she would think or what she would say in her children's thoughts and in their partner's thoughts. She, like, where's her partner? Is he dead? No. No. Nava's partner is divorced. Nope. Oh, for God's sakes. Nope. He's still there. So is this the people pleaser? You he's got just it. Like, okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And and he's the guy that's just like, it's it's a great family, and we do family things, and oh yeah, and, sh- and Nava can shit all over his organizing and all his work with a mood and a temper tantrum, and he will pout, but then he will get right in there and fix it for her. There's high levels. And this won't surprise any therapist listening to this. There are high levels, and any of our regular people, there are high levels of codependence. Right? Imagine how much her in-laws must have fucking hated her. Oh, yeah. And, but, and, but there's a good outcome here. Oh, great. Okay, I'm going to read the next one to you. So the next one was, I wrote down, listen to him in order to find things about him and his life in order to use it against him. And then in brackets, the guide said, disguised generosity. So Nava listened to her son, just like fishing. Basically. You got it. You Yeah. So she was always in a mode of not just sitting down and relaxing with a cup of coffee, um, as, you know, everybody's around for Thanksgiving or, you know, for a weekend or, you know, they dropped in or something. No, she was always in... A little P.I., Yes, she is a PI. She's she is always in the mode to figure out what information will be of value to me that I can store and use later. This also reminds me of the scene in the office where Robert California walks in and has like extracted all of their worst fears, and he oh. like tells a haunted story and weaves yes. all of their worst fears, <laughs> and they're just like, 
Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah, she's dirty. And I'm going to say something here. Dad's dirty. Oh, yeah. And and lots of people will not think that. No, dad's slimy. Well, yes, dad is slimy. But it doesn't, like, if you don't really get this, it, it looks like dad holds the family together. He keeps mom calm. Without dad, what would we do? We'd have to just deal with mom. He has no clue, Kelly, how toxic and unhealthy he is. Well, if you're someone who can't identify with the fact that dad is slimy, sit down. Sit down for the rest of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Dad is very slimy. And stop driving. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Save this for when you are stationary and can put your little bingo chip on aha moment. Yeah. Because that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt almost more than understanding Nava. Oh, yeah. Because you see, like, her her straight-out insecurities and narcissism. And then you see where he might even say, oh, yeah, your mom's a, a pill. Your mom's a problem. You're, you know, oh, well, you know, just leave it. I'll deal with it. He wants to look like the savior. He wants to be the rescuer. He's, he then alternates it with the poor victim. Um, but he's the one that will hold the family together. Like, it's just, it's, it's just a thousand kinds of dysfunction. And it doesn't leave the children with any options to see any kind of good parenting from either. Or to understand security or yeah. safety. Yeah. And when they pick healthy partners, um, like Eldad picks a really healthy partner, uh, and so do some of his siblings. They all, um, I'm going to say they all figure out in different ways what their parents are doing, all the children. In a variety of ways, whether they talk to friends, go to therapy, um, look up YouTube videos, share them with each other, they're all working really hard, and they're all um, uh, Eldad's in his twenties, and some of his siblings are a little bit older than him. There's, I think, two siblings that are like are in late twenties and early thirties, so they're they're doing their work. Mm-hmm. Their partners are doing their work. And a nice thing about this is that all three of them have partners who talk to each other, will share a little something and say, do you think they're ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> do you think these three are ready? And they have each other's backs. So if, if one of them doesn't, one of the, the, the children of Nava doesn't understand it, they just kind of sit back and they will support each other and go, no, 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 you don't get to come to crab it to me about what your partner said. Your partner's right. No, no, you don't get to come here and cry. You don't get to come here and tell me that that your partner's being mean to mommy and daddy when mommy and daddy are dysfunctional, unhealthy people. Not going to happen. So this is like, is, is, there's some real solid things happening here for uh-huh. this younger generation that I think are, are really worth saying to everybody listening, no matter what generation they are. And and I'm I want to, I wanted this to really hit hard with people in my generation and older that are stuck in these religions where they behave like Nava, where they sit there and are frustrated with their beliefs and or use their beliefs to control and manipulate and then allow their partner or encourage their partner to come in and participate in this drama. Mm. 
And then, you know, Nava feels victimized in all this, eh? Like she feels like, oh, I, I should go to therapy. All my kids don't treat me nice. All those in-laws gang up on me. Yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to sit say, your yeah, ass down. No, you go to therapy. <laughs> oh, you go. <laughs> so then I, we had a little break. We checked in. I asked him if we had crossed any boundaries, which you mm-hmm. and I do. Is this meeting your needs? Am I answering your questions? We do this check-in that you and I do with clients in every session. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, mm-hmm. Never had that before. <laughs> He's just got this look on his face. I said, oh, you like a check-in. And he goes, is that what you call that? And I said, yes. I said, would you like to sit and do a healthy check-in? And he goes, yes, because obviously I have only had unhealthy ones with my parents. He goes, and here all along I thought I've been communicating healthily because I go in and I talk to my parents. And I went, no, no. Nay, nay. nay. <laughs> John Pennett. <laughs> Comedian, eh? Um, no, you don't, you don't divulge information to narcissistic anybody. Mm-hmm. Fill in the blank. Parents, partner, kids. Boss. Boss, teacher. You don't tell the narcissist how you feel. You don't share details of anything. Because they use it, just like Nava, they always use it to control, manipulate, or hurt. You, your children, your partner, anybody that you care about. And then his guide said to him, take note. So he took out his pen and paper, and so did I. So I took a couple of minutes to write everything down and download it, because it was so fast. And then I read it to him, and we went through it slowly. So for today's purposes, I'm going to read what the guides said to Eldad. They said, you need to individuate from her beliefs and create your own. Don't just sit down with a partner to create your new ones. Sit down on your own to create them. Oh, this is fun because Sips of Sanity this month is all about getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Number two was to create new healthy beliefs. And for that, he could watch he could watch other people or or look around him to see who's healthy. He could look at the three in-laws in his family and say the way they communicate with each other about being truthful is healthy. I want to be part of that kind of people. How do they behave? They tell the truth. They can walk up to each other and confront each other without thinking that they're being attacked. They don't attack each other. They don't manipulate and so on. Um, Number three, boundaries. So the guide said to him, you're going to need to set boundaries with your mom and figure out first what boundaries you want to set and then share them with your partner and then ask what boundaries you set as a team. Cool. So each time he's being told by the guides, he needs to know what he thinks before he approaches his partner. Mm Mm-hmm. Number four, enforce the boundaries. Number five, expect war. Mm. And that's exactly how they wrote it. Maybe that's a better title. (laughs) Expect war. (laughs) Yes. And then under that, which I think this is really cool what they did. Because he's just sitting there going, like, he just kind of had this look like, what? What do you mean expect war with my mom? Like well, it was just how is that a hit between the eyes? Don't you already have that on a daily basis? Yeah, but you know, Kelly, 
like I think he, some people are aware that they do, but it's like, what do you mean expect war? Like an all-out fight. Mm. They're used yeah. to the regular shit, but what do you mean? I guess also, what do you mean it's going to get worse? <laughs> yes. So they said, expect more kindness, which would mean more attempts at manipulation. Mm. So she'll up it. If you need some money, it won't be a $500 gift. It might be a $1,000 gift. She's going to intensify things. Um, threats. That if the kindness doesn't work, it's alternated with flat out threatening. Threatening. Sorry, I did say threatening. It's not a word. I liked it. <laughs> um, cut off. That she's just going to cut him off because that's like a punishment of I'll withhold from you. I won't Number give you one. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> I won't give you any more money. And we'll see how you manage without my money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with dirty money. Yeah. And then the next one, um, they, they wrote down, which I actually laughed out loud when the guides told me to write it down. Emotional pretzel. Love it. And they said she would twist herself into every emotion possible to control him. Oh my God. And so that was their definition of an emotional pretzel. And I, I literally was laughing out loud. So when I explained what they, how they described that, he joined me. We had a good laugh. That's amazing. Yeah. And I said, you know, Aldad, you might want to store that in your memory, that term, so that when she's throwing every kind of emotion at you in one conversation, you can picture her as a pretzel twisting herself up and how spot on the guys were to love you enough to forewarn you that this is a tactic she is aware of and is using with intent to harm. Doesn't sound like much loving. No. Um, and that last one was that she would build him up. She likes to give him lots of compliments to build him up. Create a little bit of safety, pull the rug out from underneath you. Yeah. So she'll tell him how well he's doing or how hard he's working. She tries to build the confidence. She tries to say some nice things to him. And, and then at that one, he rolled his eyes and he went, that one I'm already onto because of my partner. So I'm, I'm glad that he was, he was on to some of them, understanding, I'll say, more of the rest of these and got some new things that came to his attention. Mm-hmm. Then the guide said to Eldad that he needed a good education in narcissism. He needed, and, and I'm going to give a shout out on our show here to Dr. Romani and her YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. we've done before. She does an outstanding job of giving a whole glossary of terms and of being a psychologist that is so spot on in how she just presents examples so people can understand them. And Dr. S- or Sam Vaknin, V-A-K-N-I-N, um, both people um, very, very educated where people can go and find out more information about how, how you engage, especially with a mom that's narcissistic. <laughs> then the last little thing the guides did was say to him, you're always wanting to know why. You turn yourself into an emotional pretzel because if you could just understand how she could say she loves you and behaves this way. And then you could do something different. 
So you have what, you know, you and I call emotional paralysis and eventually physical paralysis that he doesn't take different steps or think in different ways because he twists himself up trying to figure all of this out. And until he gets the terms and the technology or the intellectual property, I'll say, to understand his mom, he just seems unable to actually change his own behaviors or decisions. And this was the reason for today's session, was that his partner had approached him and said, you got to figure something out or we can't continue. You're learning and you're becoming more aware. And I thought that would eventually change you so that you could see things differently. But even though you're starting to understand your mom and your dad's behavior and all of its dysfunctions, you're not really making any changes for us. Mm. Not enough for mm-hmm. me. And so he called because he was at a point where things... Oh, <laughs> that's cute. He has stomach growlings. Um, he's at a point of wanting change. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to lose his partner. Um, and the And I'll say his siblings and their partners, yeah. because boy, if you really hear this, the five of them are, are all on the same page and he needs to get on that page quickly or, or very soon because mm-hmm. he won't just lose a partner. He could lose all five. And that's probably exactly what his mom wants. Mm-hmm. Isolate. Yeah. You got Divide it. Divide and conquer. Yeah, because they're all figuring her out. So she's upping the ante on this one child who she feels she has a chance to isolate. I just want to say you're doing an exceptional job carrying on with my level of distraction. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. He's getting itchy. Okay. Uh, I have one more thing to end the show today. So the last thing the guide said to him, and I'm going to read it, was this. And, and they're speaking directly to Eldad about his mom, Nava. Her fear of challenging any religious belief is so huge that it makes her furious with her religion. Mm-hmm. And with herself, because of her own inability to think for herself and individuate from it. That doesn't mean leave it. She might be able to stay in her religion so long as she's able to actually say, I can believe this, I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that she couldn't and wouldn't face it, so she projected all of her anger onto her children and her husband. Her husband is totally game for this shit show. He's in it. Even though it looks like a martyrdom and everything, he's actually full-blown into it. He has no intention to leave. Mm-hmm. He's on the ship till that Titanic sucker sinks. But the children have decided they don't want to ride the Titanic. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 not, they're not interested. And they have found partners that are saying, look, there's the six of us. This is a family. Mm-hmm. This is a, fa- a healthy family. Please choose it. Cool. Yeah. I'm so glad. I, I hope this always comes out properly. I hope, I'm so glad that he had you. I'm oh. so glad that if, of all the ways that you can Google Psychic, that he found Karen Sarlo. Because of how much you educate yourself. Oh. And I know I've said this before, but not all psychics have 
emotional intelligence. Not mm. all psychics would weave this kind of message and tool into the psychic portion of things. Oh, yeah. And I just, I think that's phenomenal. You probably saved a life at this point. Oh, I, I, I hope so. That's, that's my, that's my goal. I know. That, that's the whole point of doing podcasts because if, if he gets something and his partner gets him, like they get to keep each other mm-hmm. and he gets to keep his, his two siblings and their partners and he has a healthy family, there's a better chance that he won't get physically sick, mm-hmm. that he won't lose his job or go into a depression or create an, a, an anxiety issue in his life, right? Mm-hmm. His friends will stay healthy and get healthier and healthier with him. He might even mentor somebody else through something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just think this is how we change the world, one one relationship at a time. And as for his parents, grow up. We've already used that title in too many of our oh, shows. Oh, I know, but oh my God, Kelly, grow oh, yeah. up. If you're if you're mad at the way that you're living your life and you're mad at the religion, change it. Change it. Or, or stay in it and get clean in it. Find some, there are lots of religions that are dysfunctional, but people can be healthy people within them. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out how to be that. And if you can't figure that out, then for the love of God, get out. Find another one where, where, where the people who belong to it are healthy people. It's mm-hmm. good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. So if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at bysarlo.com. If you're watching today on YouTube, if you can just take a hot second to hit the subscribe button, it would mean the world to us. It helps us reach um, further audience around the world. And uh, that's just something tiny that you can do. So thank you in advance for that. A reminder too, that Sips of Sanity is coming out next week on patreon.com backslash bysarlo. If you do have questions about that, again, you can email us or call us. We're happy to help you directly. Um, Other than that, though, we hope you have a great weekend.